Amen. Well, it's great to be in the house of the Lord with you all this evening. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Judges 7. Many of us will be familiar with this, this account in Scripture, how the Lord chose Gideon's army. The Lord chose out, the man chose out the number that would fight. You know, the Lord has a unique way of calling people. The Lord has a unique way of choosing people. He has a unique way of leading people. To the human mind, it seems strange. To the natural mind, it seems unnatural. It's so out there. Insane, actually. When you read this portion of Scripture, I don't think we choose an army like the Lord chose an army. I don't think we'd put what the Lord put in their hands. But the Lord has a unique way of choosing people. Calling people, leading people. The Bible does, says, does say that his ways are higher than our ways. The Bible says that his thoughts are not our thoughts. But I'd like to say tonight off the top that incredible things happen when the Lord calls, chooses, and leads a people. Incredible things happen when the Lord mobilizes an army. And perhaps we might look and we say, we need more, Lord. No. We need what you say we need, Lord. And so we rest in that. And we run with that. Verses 2 and 3, And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now, therefore, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. The day started out great. There we are with 32,000 32, strong, and the Lord sends people home. It already seemed like a massive step of faith to step out with 32,000, as we'll read. Again, the Lord has a unique way of calling people, choosing people, leading people, and mobilizing people. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. Those are quite the words. The voice reads, you have too many warriors for me to allow you to defeat the Midianites as it is now. The people of Israel would just deny me the credit 
and claim they had won victory on their own. So go out and tell your army, any of you who are afraid and trembling are free to leave Mount Gilead. And I say tonight, isn't it true that there is comfort in numbers? Perhaps a false security. Numbers isn't the issue. The issue is the Lord's backing. You see, the Lord knows that you can't mobilize a people that will claim the glory for themselves. You can't mobilize the fearful and afraid. And so that day, 22,000 went home. And I believe that the Lord is saying, don't fear low numbers when I am mobilizing your army. Don't fear low numbers. I can't imagine what it would have been like. We read the story and we're like, we know the end. We know the outcome. But can you imagine being there? You set out 32,000 strong. Already seems impossible. And you're having a great day. And you're just trusting, believing in faith that the Lord is going to work. And all of a sudden, 22,000. The Lord sifts your army. Now you're down to 10. You're like, Okay, Lord, we can work with 10,000. It's still an okay number. But he's not finished yet. Verses 4 to 8, But the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whomever I say to you, this one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water, and the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps from the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink, and the number of those who lapped putting their hand to their mouth was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, By the three hundred men who lapped, I will save you. And deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. So the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands. And he sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, and retained those three hundred men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. Like I said, 10,000 is a good number. And then the Lord brings them down to the water. The Lord tests people. The Lord tests people for his leaders. We see it right here in the Word. The Lord gets them to the water and he watches how they drink. The Lord chooses people that drink in a certain way, and we're not here to discuss tonight whether or not we think that is fair. It's just the reality in the text. Can you imagine being the one in charge of these people, and the Lord says, lead them down to the water. Let's see how they drink. You're going to pick the army like that? We'd be shocked. 
Why don't we have some contest and see who's the strongest? Why don't we see who can shoot the bow the best? Or handle the sword the best? But God is saying, no, I want to see how my people drink. And there's a lot to be said there, and I know the Spirit is speaking right now. I want to see how the people drink. I will pick my army. I will pick those that I will bring the victory. I will pick those that I will bring the victory with. As I watch them drink, the voice, you still have too many warriors. Take them down to the water and I will sift them for you. When I say this one will fight for you, he will go with you. But when I say this one will not fight for you, then he will not go. So Gideon led his army down to the water. Eternal one. All of those who lap water the way a dog drinks, put them to one side. All of those who go down on their knees to drink, put them on the other side. 300 of the men lap water up by raising a hand to their mouths. And all the rest went down on their knees to drink. Eternal one, I will use these 300 who lapped from their hands to deliver Israel and to give the Midianites into your hand. Send all the rest home. Imagine going to those soldiers. You got to go home. Why? Because of the way you drank. They think it's absolutely insane. But you have to follow the word of the Lord. You have to follow the command of the Lord. That's how we get to the other side. That's how we secure the victory. We have to follow the word of the Lord. The Lord chooses those that drink and watch, keeping an eye on the enemy, knowing that it's drinking, but knowing that it's yet watching, knowing that it's drinking, yet it is battle. And so we read a crazy story. A leader starts out with 32,000, the Lord sifts, and the leader ends up with 10,000, and then the Lord sifts, and the leader ends up with 300. Again, as the voice reads, I will use these 300 who lapped from their hands to deliver Israel and to give the Midianites into your hand. Send all the rest home. I'd like to say tonight that the Lord is still using the 300 to deliver. And this is no longer a number, it's a spirit. The company of the 300. That we would be those that are not fearful and afraid. We would be those that drink right. We would be those that have the quality, the quality that the Lord is looking for, that the Lord so desires. I will use these 300 who lapped from their hands to deliver Israel and to give the Midianites into your hand. Send all the rest home. He kept jars and trumpets from the army and sent them back to their tents, but distributed the jars and the trumpets to the 300 who stayed with him. This is what the Lord wants to put in the hands of the 300. A torch and a trumpet. 
The Lord right now is in the process of distributing jars and trumpets, torches and trumpets. And you might not even know you are chosen for mobilization, but when the jar and trumpet show up at your tent, take it. Take hold of them. Take hold of them. Take hold of them. The voice, the camp of Midian was in the valley below. That very night, the Eternal spoke to Gideon. He said, get up and attack the camp of the Midianites because I have given you victory over them. But if you should have any fear, take your servant. Scout out the camp and listen to what they are saying. And afterward, you will find you are strong enough to attack. So Gideon and his servant approached the outposts of the army's encampment. The Midianites and the Amalekites and other people of the east were as thick as locusts in the valley. And their camels were as numberless as the sands of the seashore. When Gideon arrived, he overheard a man telling his neighbor about a dream he had. In my dream, a barley cake rolled into our camp. It came to the tent and hit it so hard the tent fell over. It turned over and collapsed. The neighbor, that must symbolize the sword of Gideon, son of Joash the Israelite. Their God has given him victory over Midian and all its camp. Now before we go any further, can I just talk freely? It's okay to have a leader. And right now I'm not implying anything. I'm simply saying this. Don't pull back because someone else receives recognition. Realize this. It takes the entire army God is mobilizing to secure the victory. Forget about your name and being recognized. We all must have this attitude. Charles Spurgeon said this, and you've heard me say it before. You've heard other pastors at this church say it before. Maybe you've read it before. I'd die in a ditch if he'd be glorified. It's also been said we have to be perfectly, perfectly, perfectly content to be forgotten. This is not about our name. It's not about anybody's name in this place. It's only about the name of Jesus. That's what we're in this for. And so when somebody receives recognition, that's all right. We're all in this together. We're all a part of the 300. There's been times growing up in church, doing a lot of things, serving in areas, areas that go completely unnoticed. People have no idea. If I asked you right now, do you know the person? Maybe you do. Do you know the person, the heads up, cleaning this church? Some of you do. Do you know the children's workers that bless your kids? Every Sunday, Sunday after Sunday? Do you know those that prepare during the week? Do you know those that set up tables throughout the week for the programs? This is all a part of it. And just because our name isn't at the top, this does not matter. We are all apart. I, just, I feel tonight we just need to understand that because maybe there's some here tonight and that's what we struggle with, recognition. 
But if we're going to be in the company of the 300, this is not about us. Listen, it was never about Gideon either. The Lord wanted to use Gideon, but it's about the Lord and his victory. And so I trust we can receive that tonight. Verses 15 to 20. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship. Wow. When God assures your heart of victory, what is the immediate response? He went back to the camp of Israel and roused them. Gideon, get up. The Eternal has given you victory over the army of Midian. We strike now. He divided the 300 men into three companies and he gave them all trumpets and empty jars with torches placed inside of them. I am sure they're saying, what is happening right now? This is what you just handed me? You're crazy. Gideon, watch me do what I do. When we come to the outskirts of the camp, do what you see me doing. When I and my company blow the trumpet, I want all of you to blow the trumpets all around the camp and shout for the eternal, for Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the Midianite camp just after the middle watch had been posted. There they blew their trumpets and smashed the jars they had brought. All three companies of men blew their horns and shattered the jars at about the same time. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right, and together they shouted, a sword for the eternal and for Gideon. Listen, when we fall in rank and file, we are ready. We all need to hear that. When we fall in rank and file, we are ready and the Lord mobilizes here we blow the trumpet, and here we break the jars. And I believe the Lord is saying it's time to hold the torches high. It's time to hold up the trumpets. It's time to take up the shout. It is time to strike, and it's time to encircle the camp of the enemy and wake up the enemy abruptly. Their dream will become a reality. What dream? We just read it. The text reads, they encircled the entire camp and woke up the Midianites. They woke up the Midianite force abruptly so that the Midianites cried out and fled. When the 300 trumpets sounded, the Eternal set the Midianites fighting against each other with their swords. You see, they didn't need a sword because the Lord was going to use the enemy's sword against themselves. The Midianites ran away in panic. The men of Israel were summoned out of Naphtali and Asher and from all Manasseh, and they joined in the chase after the Midianite army. Gideon sent messengers throughout all the hill country of Ephraim. Messengers, come down now and fight against the Midianites and seize the watering places from them as far as Bethbar into the Jordan River. So the Ephraimites gathered and they captured the watering places as far as Beth, Barah, and the Jordan. They also captured the two leaders of the Midianite army, Oreb and Zeb. They executed Oreb at the place known today as Oreb's Rock. And they executed Zeb at Zeb's winepress as they chased after the army of Midian. Verse 
They brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon, who was now beyond the Jordan. Now I see something miraculous happening. There is an awakening happening. There is an awakening about to happen, but it is already happening. There is a summoning, I believe, in the Spirit. It's in fact in place already. And as the 300 execute the battle plan of the Lord, there will be a summoning. There will be a calling. The people of Israel will come out of Naphtali and Asher and from all Manasseh. The people will come out from Edmonton, Alberta, and all of Canada to join in the chase against the enemy. I believe it's a prophetic word for this house. This is the truth. We can come to a place like this tonight and sit here and go, I don't know how many people are here. We need way many, way more. And sometimes we get so caught up in numbers, but God is not restricted to save by many or by few. He's just looking for people that aren't fearful and afraid because they know who's on their side. And he's looking for people that know how to drink. And I believe that the Lord, like all these, all these people up here tonight, no matter how old you are, and this isn't saying anything against those that didn't come up, all right? But this is part of the drinking that the Lord is looking for. And he's just choosing. He's handpicking. And he's picking his army. And you can see it starting to happen. And perhaps, you know, last week, as we've already heard, you know, just kind of accelerated that. But wow, there is a different spirit in the house. There really is. And I pray that we won't go back. And I'll share something I said with the youth camp. And you already heard this because Pastor Jen mentioned it, so I'm not going to preach a whole message on it. We talked about youth camp, and I simply told everybody, this is not about coming and creating fireworks. Where these fireworks go off, and, and you head home, and they hit the ground, and they're gone. This is about creating a perpetual fire that will never go out. And so we don't back up. We don't just come in. Listen, conference is great, but it's not just an emotional high, and then it's over, or some spiritual high, and then we forget about it. Conference is every week. Conference is every time we come in. These are the kind of meetings. That's the kind of anticipation we need to come into the house of the Lord with, because when people press forward, things happen. God responds to hunger. God responds to those that drink right. The Lord is doing something new. A message will go out at the appointed time throughout all the country. Come down now and fight against the Midianites and seize the watering places from them as far as Beth Bar into the Jordan River. And what of Zeb? Zeb means wolf. Wolves frighten the flock, and wolves devour the flock. It is time to drive the wolf to its own wine press and to crush him there. We need to take care of the 300. We need to take care of those that are the Lord's. We need to be on the, on the watch for the wolves that would try and mess with what the Lord is trying to do. The Lord is mobilizing us and the Lord is placing a torch and a trumpet in our hands. This might seem real simple tonight. The Lord is placing in our hands light and sound and he is readying us to use them. Light in the darkness, a sound, a trumpet call, a clarion 
call, a voice, a battle shout. The Lord is mobilizing an army that will not take glory for themselves. Are you in tonight? Mobilizing an army that will not take glory for themselves. Not to us, but to your name, O Lord, be the glory. An army that is strong and courageous. An army that laps from their hands to deliver Israel. An army that takes up the torch and trumpet. An army that is not afraid to use its voice. Open your tent and take the torch and trumpet. Can have the worship team return tonight. I feel like the Lord is calling us, calling some here tonight to come and join the 300, to cry out for the spirit of the 300. Step out and decide tonight. to join this company to fight to fight it might not look exactly like we think it should look it might not go down exactly like we think it should go down the way the Lord uses us and mobilizes us and the things He places in our hands. We feel like we're supposed to fight a different way. But the people of God fight with light. We are the light. We take the torch. We run out of this place. We drive the enemy. We send the enemy running. It's time that we send the enemy running in this city, in this province, in this nation. Not that we're content with the enemy's camp. Perhaps you're here tonight and you just need to step out. Step out and decide tonight. I will not fear, I will not be afraid. I will not claim glory for myself. I will drink right. I'll take up the torch and the trumpet. Listen, do not underestimate light and sound. Do not underestimate the light that the Lord has put in your hand. Do not underestimate the trumpet that he has given you. Do not underestimate your shout. Do not underestimate your voice. Sometimes we think it doesn't mean much, and so we stay shut up. But the Lord is calling us to release the shout, calling us to use our voice. 300 against an enemy as numerous as locust. Not good odds. But let those that have ears to hear here tonight. Hear what is being said in the camp of the enemy. His soldiers are dreaming of defeat. 
We do our part, and the Lord sets the enemy fighting against itself, and the enemy runs. The truth is, the enemy knows it's no match for the 300. It doesn't matter how numerous. It doesn't matter if they have camels like the sand of the seashore. It doesn't matter. The enemy knows. The enemy knows. The enemy knows he's no match for a people that are not fearful and not afraid because they know the Lord is on their side. The enemy knows he's no match for people that drink right. The enemy knows he's no match for people that will not claim glory for themselves. And so I encourage all of us here tonight, let's rise in this place. Let's all cry out the spirit of the 300. And tonight, if you need to step out of your seat and you say, Lord, I'm just taking a stand tonight. I just feel like I need to step out as a prophetic act. Join this company of the 300, Lord. Maybe up to this point, there's been fear, and the Lord is just going to release you from that tonight. There's some here tonight, perhaps you haven't been drinking right, and the Lord's just going to release you from that tonight. There's some here tonight, you're in your tent, and the torch and the trumpet have shown up, but you haven't taken hold of them. And tonight, you're saying, I'm going to take hold of the torch and the trumpet. I'm going to open my tent, and I'm going to join the company of the 300. I will not fear. There's some here tonight, I believe that, you know, it's been about your own name, and we can all you know, perhaps say at times it's kind of been about our own name. We're, we're focused on ourselves and we're wondering, like, Lord, where's the recognition? But listen, just let the Lord work. Let the Lord work. Let the Lord work. Just fall in rank and file and let's do something great for the king. Let's do something great in the kingdom. Let's secure the victory the Lord has for us. Victory after victory after victory after victory. And so we just respond in this place tonight, Lord, and we say, God, come and put a new spirit inside of us. We know you're already at work. We know you're in this place, Lord, and you are mobilizing your army, Father. You are mobilizing an army. Lord, I pray we would be all in, Father. If there are any here tonight that have not decided, they have not thrown themselves in wholeheartedly, that tonight would be a decision. Lord, tonight they would make a decision to step out and join the company of the 300. Jesus, come and have your way in us, oh Lord. Come and have your way. Oh dear.
It's your breath in us. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pray.